Hello, everyone, and welcome to Renee's podcast. Thank you to everyone that's listening and everybody that continues to listen on. I am so, so sorry that it has been so, so long that I have made an episode. There's, as always, so much craziness going on. And and I'll be honest, there were a few times that I went to record episodes and I just didn't feel like I was really gathering my thoughts and um, really being clear about what I wanted to discuss or I just really didn't care for it. There's times that I say like or um too many times and it drives me absolutely up the wall. And sometimes I just can't help myself and I try and try and then I just go, you know what, I don't feel like recording an episode, I'll try again later. Um, I do apologize as well that my voice is a little funny. I've been sick for, God, it feels like eight months, but it's been probably about six weeks now that... um, it's just a viral like respiratory issue. I know a lot of people are dealing with it right now. I don't understand how there is nothing that is given by doctors to help it. And it's not just me. I mean, I, there was another person in the place that I work that did basically had the same symptoms and had it for about the same amount of time, about six to eight weeks. And it just didn't go away. There was, you could take any cough medicine, um, any uh, like Mucinex, or they have like those cough repressant uh, little gel pills that you can take. And those never did anything for me anyway. So I didn't even bother. But um, all they did was I, I went to the doctor, you know, I, it was for a while. I was hoping it would go away because it was only just a cough. And, um, and well, not to be gross, but fun too. And that's probably the most annoying part because it's just constant. And, um, but I went to the doctor and they gave me a steroid for seven days, took it. It literally did nothing but have my skin because I get a reaction to, um, steroids usually. So like my skin became overly dry and just cracking and the last time my skin did that was like way back in like the beginning of being diagnosed with GBS and I don't remember what medication it was but they did take me off of it pretty quickly because I I had like issues with my feet and um you know the skin and there was issues with my hair and stuff so I I don't know what this steroid did but it must have had some kind of combination of whatever medication they gave me back in 2021 um so yeah it was awful and that is all that steroid did for me and didn't help my cough whatsoever contacted the doctor again they're like yep you just kind of gotta like work through it and that's really all they have and I'm like I'm so glad I'm getting such professional advice about this obviously I didn't have to pay again because it was just through a portal but it's just kind of ridiculous I mean I haven't gotten a good night's sleep probably I couldn't even tell you where I just like didn't wake up from coughing and I feel terrible because I wake other people up. I mean, now living in an apartment, like, I mean, the poor lady upstairs probably hears me at like three in the morning. You know, I I don't think of those things until I'm like, oh, that person's moving around at 3 a.m. So it's probably me that woke them up. So I feel really bad. But um, yeah, so that's where I've been kind of bad, just sick and uh, working and 
trying to keep life together. And I want to thank all of uh, my followers too, and um, people on Instagram that messaged me, and some of the emails I got, and my friend from Sweden, Jillian. I appreciate all of you remembering my birthday. That was so, so sweet. I just celebrated uh, this past Thursday. I'm still kind of in the um, midst of uh, celebrating uh, since the weekend is now here and uh, I'm going to celebrate with family, which I'm really excited about. But um, Thursday was probably one of the best birthdays I have ever had. And a lot of it, I don't know if it's because I didn't expect really anything and you know, there wasn't like high expectations or anything. I don't know. But um, I, for one, I, I want to state that my job, I absolutely love everything that I do. And I've never been able to say that. And I love the people that I work with. I adore the um, CEOs. They're as much as smart asses. They are the best people I could meet. And um, they've really helped me. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for them. And, um, you know, I never like giving myself credit for anything. So I'm giving them all the credit. And on top of that, to already be so grateful for what they've done for me in my process of basically growing um, through this whole GPS process and really getting back into the world and feeling like a human again. I mean, they just for me getting to where I am with this beautiful apartment over my head. I mean that I give them full credit and to be able to also celebrate my first birthday, like as a divorcee and being on my own and really feeling what it's like to be somebody with a disability that's now independent Um, And not really wanting to rely on anybody for anything, for, you know, happiness. I mean, they really went all out and I had a fantastic day. I mean, guys, I I was having people put Starbucks gift cards on my desk. I'm like, wow, well, everybody knows what I like. So it was just so sweet. And everybody was just so grateful to like have pizza and have cake. And I had one of the best cakes I've had in a long time. And I I know this sounds so stupid, but like there was this really nice bakery that it has a lot of memories. Like my mom used to always get me a cake from Dessert Deli, this place like not that far away from me Um, in Williamsville, I think it is, or maybe East Amherst. But um, anyway, they you would walk into the store and it was like heaven, like everything just smelled so amazing. Their cakes were just like artistic masterpieces and on top of looking good they tasted phenomenal and you could get like any type of flavor you wanted and no matter what it would be 20 times better than any other bakery you would get it from well lo and behold last year they closed and I actually got one of their last cakes I stood in line with my former mother-in-law and um we got, we couldn't believe, like, all I said was I wanted a cake with sparkles on it, and we got a cake with sparkles on it, and it was delicious, and I was so happy that we were able to at least have one of their lasts, and it was pretty sad about why they closed and everything, but things happened. I mean, they were open for, like, 30-some years, so every year, I got a cake from there. 
this year I knew I wasn't going to get it. So I was like, and I'm not even a cake person. I just love the, how they make them, you know, and how they look. And then obviously I like the taste of it too, but, um, you know, it's not like my go-to type of thing. It's just for a birthday. And I remember the place that, um, my old neighbor, uh, she had, I think it was the first birthday party for her daughter, which is insane to say right now because they are on child number three and their third baby is about to have their first baby. So that's insane. Greth, more power to you, girl. Um, so, you know, they ordered from this bakery called Sweet Beginnings and I remember everything was so good and they had these little cupcakes that were loganberry flavor. And I know that sounds gross to a lot of people, but listen try it first and then you can have your compliments and judge it. But, um, I ended up, I I got a cake from the sweet beginnings place and, um, it was one of the best cakes I've ever had. And I even called and said, thank you. And it was just, it was wonderful. Like everything that I asked for, they had. And, um, yeah, I really, I don't have any negative thing to say about my birthday. I literally like I enjoyed going out. I went out with somebody. Um it was just wonderful. Everything was great. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I'm not bragging. I am just really expressing that um I'm grateful, you know, and I appreciate everybody that did stay and you know, wished me a happy birthday. So, thank you for that, guys. All right. 10 minutes in and I haven't even talked anything about GBS. Surprising, right? So I've come across a few interesting things about GBS and some things that are helpful with therapy. I am, as you all that have listened, I'm a really big believer about going through therapy and, um, you know, really looking into yourself and understanding yourself because I feel like once, and I know everybody's heard like, you know, once you love yourself, then you can love others. And I agree with that, but I don't know. I, I, I don't obviously hate myself, but I don't love myself either because I look at love totally different than probably most, but that's just me. That's just my opinion. And I'm allowed to have that, right? Um, so I, I just, I feel like understanding yourself is a much more reasonable way to put it because once you get why you do the things that you do and why you react the way that you do, um, I feel like you just kind of get it and like you understand how to make yourself a better person, right? I, I just, I feel like if you know that maybe your reaction wasn't the best reaction to have, you're going to learn from it and you're going to learn not to react that way or to react in a more respectful way or react in a more empathetic way. So that's just my opinion. But anyway, um, one of the things that I came across when uh, it was a therapy um, session through a podcast, and I'm sorry, I do not know really who they were. I've never seen them before, but it was this uh, man and woman that were talking about like different things that we should do in society to really help one another because so many things are going on with the world, as we know, and social media is just a garbage pit. And I don't even know what it would be like to be a young kid these days. I think it's terrifying. I'm scared for my nieces growing up in 
the world because I can't imagine what school's like. I, I don't, it's nothing like we experienced at all. I mean, the same with our parents. Our parents going through school is totally different than my generation going through school. But the similarity to both of our generations, my parents, me, some people a little bit younger than me, is we didn't have the internet. We didn't have social media. That was, I mean, I would say, I think, was I so Facebook I think really came along when I was like 19 um and excuse me (coughs) sorry you guys got to hear my cough um I would say I was 19 because I remember I was in college and I actually can recall funny enough being in a computer lab and checking my Facebook like after one of my classes and I mean that's what you did you didn't have this cell phone that you could just walk around and play with it was you went, you sat down, you did your studies, whatever it was, and um, you just checked, oh, I'm going to check my social media while I'm here. Um, you didn't have it in the palm of your hand where you could do and say anything you wanted at any time. You never, you don't, we don't have the time to sit down and think anymore. I feel like that's a big thing. So to get to my point before I ramble on way too long, um, between these two therapists, they said, that they feel like one thing that should be adapted for people and this is among like somebody you trust you know and a friend say that you know is never going to judge you is never going to repeat the things that you say to them is to have an eight minute breather talk and it's kind of like you you would message or whatever way you talk to this friend that you trust and tell them that you know what i need eight minutes of your time to get some things off of my chest and just allow that person to explain, say whatever they wanted for eight minutes of what's bothering them and be there for them. Maybe not even, you could just be busy and say, hey, I'm go ahead, but I'll read this later. I'm a little busy right now, so I don't want to, um, you know, disrespect you wanting the eight minutes right now um I want to be able to have the time to sit down and read it and give you an answer that is going to be helpful and I think that it's it's a good idea I a lot of people are so afraid to express themselves because of how the world is today and sometimes it's just good to get it out and not in a public forum not in social media where everybody can see it and you might want to take it back at some point but it's too late because you just had 90 friends see it or 90,000 people see it it's like you just want that one person that you can trust and it doesn't have to be a friend it could be a family member um a cousin aunt uncle that you just know they're going to say something that's going to be encouraging and possibly help you at least so I just thought I'd bring that up I mean we as GBS Um, CIDP and MS, we have a lot going on. And I think one of the biggest issues that we have is that people don't understand us. And that's why a lot of these forums are so great that have people, you know, that were diagnosed with this. And that's one of the reasons I started this podcast, because I felt like I was misunderstood. And I felt like I needed to start explaining why I felt misunderstood. And a lot of people came out of everywhere. I mean, you guys have heard me talk about my friend Jillian from Sweden. Somebody from Sweden 
came out and started talking to me. I mean, we we would talk through WhatsApp and and you know, she would listen to my podcast and we would kind of discuss the podcast and it's like this is somebody from the other side of the world that is going through something similar to me and we're totally different people. You know, and it's just it it's helpful. It is. So, I just want everybody to think about that and you know, maybe it'll help you, maybe it won't. It's just a suggestion. That's what I do. All right, so the other thing too, I've seen this lately on Instagram, and <clears throat> when I was trying to record a podcast, uh, maybe about a week or so ago, I was going to bring it up, and then I'm like, okay, it came up again, and I'm like, okay, this has been about at least six or seven times. I've seen six or seven different people post about this, and I watched a clip also that was um, some, I, I want to say maybe it was like the Drew Barrymore show and she had a therapist on and uh, somebody brought it up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to talk about this because it is something that I never really thought about and it's clearly um, affecting us, people that, you know, had this scare of um, this or diagnosis and I think one of the biggest differences of us being diagnosed with GBS, CIDP, MS is that it comes on so quickly, there's no warning. Where when people are diagnosed with like cancer and um, like, and I'll use my dad as an example, it was kind of like a, a buildup. You know, it was like you knew, excuse me, something was wrong, but you weren't sure what it was. And then you're kind of like waiting, waiting to get that bad news. Where for us, it was like, what is going on? You know, within a week, we're like, what is wrong with our body? Why are my hands not working? Why is the whole like left side of my arm going numb? Or why can't I walk? You know, it's just like, what is happening? And then it comes on so quickly, you don't have a choice to go to the doctor, you got to go to the ER. And then you're sitting there going, what's wrong with me? And it doesn't give you a lot of time to grieve the person that you once were. We were diagnosed and it's like, here, now this is your life. This is what you're dealing with and good luck. So really the biggest thing I wanted to go through with the grief is grief is such a strong part of disability and chronic illnesses, if you can agree with me. With each new symptom or increased severity we lose a little part of who we used to be before we were diagnosed. We lose our hobbies. We lose parts of our appearance. I mean, I can definitely say that. We lose our dreams, our goals. And we literally lose a little part of ourselves. And I can definitely relate to that because there's a lot of times where I'm like, man, I wish I could go for a run. Especially where I'm living now, I actually live in the area that I used to run when I was in high school. Like when I was in track, when I was in all these different sports, um, I mean, I would run around this neighborhood because it's so safe and it's beautiful. The trees are absolutely gorgeous. The houses are gorgeous. I mean, everything is just so nice to look at while you're, you know, on your run. And now I'm like, wow, I can't do that. I couldn't even tell you what would happen if I ran. I, I would fall on my face probably before like the first three steps. Um, so, you know, it's 
it's weird, you know, when you really think about it, and I would say I try not to because it gets me really down and I try to think of like the positive. Well, okay, I'm still able to walk. You know, I did start off with a walker. I did start off with a wheelchair and now at least I'm able to walk to my car on my own, get in and out of a car on my own, um, you know, do things on my own, go to a store on my own. I mean, there was a point where I couldn't do that. And I have to really think of the wins than the losses, but we never though got to grieve. We never got to say goodbye to that person. And I am definitely going to look into this a lot further because my mind really can't go back there. I don't I don't know about all of you, but I don't wanna realize what I've lost. I wanna realize what I have and still want to keep moving forward as much as I possibly can to possibly get back to that person that I had. But I'm still grateful that I'm here. I have my family. I mean, my poor father went through so much during the time that I was with GBS that I didn't even get to really focus on what was happening with him. You see that man today, you would never know that he's walking around without a bladder. I mean, he, everything that he does, every way that he acts, I mean, he's basically your typical almost 70-year-old man. He just is himself. Like, he, he doesn't dwell on it. He doesn't make, um, you know, I can't do this because I don't have a bladder. Like, it's not like that. You know, you just would not have a clue unless he told you. And that's really how I kind of want to live life. I don't want people to see me as somebody that is disabled. That is the last thing I would ever want. Um, yeah, it's difficult in relationships because when you meet new people, you know, it's not like you want to be like, hi, um, my name's so-and-so and I have GBS. You know, it's just not like an opening conversation. But eventually you do want to bring it up because they're going to notice some things. You know, they're going to notice that you might sleep more than the average person. Um, they're going to notice that you get exhausted after certain activities. Um, I mean, I will say even after my birthday uh, yesterday, I, I worked and everything, of course, and I was exhausted. And it wasn't the type, and I know all of you that have this are going, yeah, we know. Um, it, it was the exhaustion of just like, I don't want to move a finger on my body at this point. I just don't want to move. And all I could think about was getting home and laying down and just sleeping. And that's exactly what I did. Guys, I was so tired that like, I don't like having jewelry on me when I get home. I'm very weird about that. Like, I will always have like bracelets and necklaces and big earrings and stuff when I go to work. When I walk in the door, even if sometimes it's in the car, I will take them off because I it starts irritating my neck and my, um, my wrists. So I fell asleep with almost a choker on my neck and I'm still wearing the bracelets because I was just so tired. I, it didn't even matter. I was like, I have bracelets on. I didn't even know. I just want to lay my head down. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, all right, guys, uh, my, my voice is starting to go and um, I don't want to keep coughing in your ears. So I do apologize for that. I'm going to cut this a little short. I promise that I will ask your questions on the next episode. I do have them written down. 
I did not read them. Like I always tell you guys, I try to keep this as organic as I possibly can, where I do my episode. I don't do cuts. I don't take things out. I don't change, edit, anything like that. So um, I didn't read what you actually sent me as questions. I will always read them as I'm doing the episode. So I, I shouldn't say I wrote them down. I copy pasted them. And um, I just had them saved so I didn't miss them. But I'm not going to go over them today because you guys did have some good questions. And I know I'll just go way too long. And I don't want to drive y'all crazy. So, all right, guys. I hope you have an absolutely amazing weekend and enjoy the weather. It's sunny and cold here in Buffalo, but we'll take the sunshine at any time we possibly can. Um, as always, I tell you to hug somebody that needs a hug. Tell somebody that you love you love them. And always, always make sure you show caring and empathy. And what's the other one? And we'll just say love again. Sorry, I'm running out of words. I'm getting tired here. (laughs) All right, guys. um, I think you're all the best. And I love you guys more than anything for listening. And we will definitely talk soon. All right. Bye-bye.